make peace with ourselves. We want to love ourselves. We want to like ourselves. And again, we want to appreciate ourselves. Not an ego appreciation, but a self-worth appreciation. You're good enough simply by being alive. Walk into the bathroom, look in the mirror, and start to say, I love you. And at first, you probably won't even believe it. But over time, you can start to find elements you believe that you love. I love my eyes, or I love my face, or I'm grateful that I have a body. And you can start to rebuild this sense of self-worth, this sense of self-appreciation. And that'll make it easier to attract things like money so we can have good things in our life. We are good. We are good enough. We are lovable. We are loved. We are valuable. But most of us don't know it. So we need to begin now, rebuild that. Hi, my name is Tracy Cook and welcome to the podcast series, Victim to Victory. This series gives a voice to those that have overcome obstacles in all forms. And we have got a special guest on our series today. And these are people that have dared greatly to share their real stories. Amazing humans like our upcoming guest and that have seen hope and risen above those adversities to become victorious, but now support and inspire others to do the same. And today we are giving a voice, and I'm very humbled and grateful to have on our Victim to Victory podcast, Dr. Joe Vitale. Welcome. Thank you. I've been looking forward to this moment. I'm flattered that I got invited to be here. Oh, thank you so much. And a shout out to our mutual friend, Stacey Hall, who we were just chatting about as well for introducing She's us. She's a thank sweetheart. She's, she's a <laughs> now, sweetheart. She's been very supportive. Oh, isn't she? She's a doll. Now, we do have a little bit to share. Uh, for those that don't uh, maybe have heard of you or are new to personal development or the law of attraction or manifesting, Dr. Joe Vitale, also known as Mr. Fire, I mainly know uh, Joe Vitale is Mr. Fire, the law of attraction author of over, I think, over 80 books now. Please cor correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, coach and teacher. You will find him everywhere over social media. He is an enthusiastic coach, experienced teacher and highly successful author. Joe Vitale has decades of experience in helping people use his law of attraction programs to create the businesses and personal lives that they've always wanted. I've been following the Zero Limits podcast for a while, love listening to podcasts as a fellow podcaster, and we have the TV show Zero Limits Living. There's a lot of new things happening in 2022, and I love the way that Joe Vitale shares his realness, his real beginnings um, from his upbringing, and would you mind sharing a little bit uh, with our audience today about that? Well, no, I don't mind sharing anything. You can ask me anything and I'll share anything. I um, decided I wanted to be an author when I was a teenager. And it's because I loved books and books were also my safety net because it was a fairly abusive childhood and I wasn't happy. But within books, I had friends and within books, I had wisdom and within books, I had entertainment and ed education. So I decided I wanted to be an author, but boy, it was not an overnight success. For decades, I struggled. I was homeless for a while. I was in poverty for 10 years. My first book wasn't published till 1984. And even after that, it was another 10 years before my next book was published. 
after that, they started to come a little faster and I started to get a little bit more of a name from myself. And of course the internet came along and I was one of the internet pioneers putting out books on making money online, but I always had a spiritual side and I wrote some books on spirituality. Long story short, it got me invited into a movie that nobody knew it would make history but I ended up in the movie The Secret. And The Secret now, 16 years later, is still sweeping the planet and still awakening people. And I'm one of the stars of the movie who, for whatever reason, stood out, which caused me to have even greater levels of fame and recognition. So I'm a guy who went from homeless nobody to living the lifestyle to rich and famous and getting to do cool things like be here with you. I think it's a real testimony to not giving up as well. It just really staying the distance and and just listening to that inner voice and just doing where the universe, just going where the universe actually leads you into your success to step into it and learn the lessons along the way as well. And you've taught so many people. And yeah, I mean, the, the secret is probably, uh, would you say what you're best known for? Because it's kind of like a generational, um, iconic almost um, book as well, where people kind of first open up and discover themselves through this kind of of, um, a book, don't they? Yeah, there's two kinds of people that would recognize my name. If they have known me for a long time, they think of me as the internet marketer and the hypnotic writer because I was online in the early days and I'm considered a, a pioneer in the early days in the last century of going online and trying to find our way. And I wrote books about doing business online and I, and I wrote a book called Hypnotic Writing. So there's a whole group of people that remembers me from that period. But the next mark in history is when the movie The Secret came out because that exploded my reputation and my name. And most people that would know my name at all would know it because I was in the movie, The Secret. So I see there's two schools, the marketing school and the spirituality school. I'm still comfortable in both. I still have a foot in both sides. I even wrote a book once called Spiritual Marketing. And my most recent book, Karmic Marketing, still alludes to the fact that this guy is a marketer, but he's also a spiritual guy. So, yeah, and the movie, if people haven't seen the movie, please go see it, not because I'm in it, but because it's an inspiring movie. It's a great movie. It introduces the masses to a principle most people didn't have a clue to, the law of attraction. It was well be before its time in a way as well. That kind yes. of way of thinking had been around for a long time, but that was the gateway and that opened up those virtual doors for people to kind of really step in that normally wouldn't as well and then followed up with social media not long after that and your role in it is is pivotal, is absolutely pivotal and it's, it's a testimony to generations to come as well. So I'm so grateful that uh, people like you are really being the change in the world. Now, talk to us a little bit about your upcoming book, if you don't mind, The Karmic Marketing. What's that all about? Karmic marketing has been my secret to success. Karmic marketing, I've never written about it until now, but I would allude to it. I think I wrote a blog post about it. I think I mentioned it in an interview or two. But really, I, I built an empire by karmic marketing. Karmic marketing, in short and in essence, is all about giving, knowing that you'll receive later. And the more elaborated explanation is you give what you would normally sell 
for money, but you give because you're trying to help people. And because you're helping people, the universe, the cosmos, God, the divine, the great something, whatever you want to call it, will bless you 10 times over in time. In a way, karmic marketing is an extension of what almost everybody's heard of, and that's tithing. Tithing in the religious and spiritual community is when you give 10% of your income, usually to the church or to a minister. But karmic marketing is expanded beyond that. It's certainly about giving money, but I advise giving money to where you've received inspiration. So if you think back over the last week and who inspired you, who put a spring in your step, who made us put a smile on your face, who got you through the day, it could have been an Uber driver. It could have been a waiter or waitress. It could have been a barista. It doesn't matter. Whoever, whatever that was, you give them money. And the rule of thumb is about 10% of what you have brought in that particular week. And so you're doing this, but why are you doing this? Money, first of all, has to circulate. What most of us do is clamp down. We clamp down on our money, which is telling us unconsciously we're in scarcity. We're telling ourselves, oh, I'm not going to have enough or I better hold on to this. We do the same thing in business. When people think I'm not giving anything away, I'm charging. I'm charging for all this. I'm trying to make a living here. I got a business to run. I got employees to pay. And that's not what karmic marketing is about. Karmic marketing is really opening your heart and giving generously of your time, of your product, of your services, knowing that this puts you in an abundance river. And this abundance river, because it circulates, is going to come back around to you. And as long as you're open to receiving, you will receive as much as you gave, or usually 10 times over what you gave. So Karmic Marketing is my latest book to explain this concept. I love that. And you know what? There is a, a, a group of us that go out uh, once a week and we leave little money bits in um, uh, nappy boxes in the supermarket or, right. uh, you know, some money in a depression book in a library or um, <laughs> you leave some money in a bowser at a petrol station where somebody can just find it right? The yes. law of attraction. Somebody might be down on their luck, you know, or you pay it forward. You pay for the drive, the coffee in the drive-through behind you or something like that. And I like it where people don't know who has done it. So no right. recognition, no reward. I just right. love that kind of concept as well. I met, Would I, that tie I met into a man. karmic marketing? I'm sorry, say that again. Would that tie into karmic marketing? It does, but karmic, that, that's more... What you're describing is a very noble and wise and great feeling thing to do. And it helps people to open up to the idea of prosperity. And I've been a recipient. I remember when I was broke and I used to go to the used bookstores because I was addicted to books. I mean, look behind me. I just love books. And I opened one one time and I think there was like $12 in there. And for me at the time, $12 was like winning the lottery. It was like, oh, my God, I get to have lunch today and coffee and this, that, and the other. So somebody had done what you're talking about, and it touched somebody, in this case, me. But karmic marketing is a little different. Karmic marketing is where you are intentionally 
giving money to where you know you received spiritual nourishment, to where you know you received inspiration. I have given money to authors. I remember reading a book on spirituality a while back, and I thought, oh, this is, this is really helping me. This is getting me through some tough times. And this was fairly recently. And I looked up the author. I never met the author. I didn't introduce myself to the author, but I wrote a fairly large check and sent it to the author. And it wasn't because I wanted the author to write me. I didn't want the author to send me anything. I wasn't buying anything from the author. I was practicing karmic marketing. That author inspired me. I gave to that author and I let it go. The way karmic marketing works is I don't expect return from that person, but I do expect return from the universe. And so it puts me in the flow. So sticking money in books and everything, I think that's a wonderful thing to do. I started to say I was on a plane years ago and a fellow recognized me and he walked up and he said that he buys copies of one of my books. One of the early books was Life's Missing Instruction Manual. And he would buy copies of Life's, Life's Missing Instruction Manual and he would stick a $100 bill in the book and then he'd give it to somebody in high school about to graduate. And if the person actually cracked the book and read it, they would discover $100 because he never told them there was $100 in there. They had to at least open the book. And when they did, surprise. But that's not actually karmic marketing either. It's just a very generous, good-hearted thing to do. Karmic marketing, again, you give to where you've received inspiration. Purpose. Oh, I love those points of differences as well because... I think it's very important now where everybody is probably more money conscious to raise that money vibration as well. So thank you very much for pointing out those differences there as well. And is there anything where we need to reprogram our brain in a way to be able to open ourselves up to the universe and open ourselves up to abundance? Yeah, these are big concepts here because our beliefs are creating our reality. And so a lot of people still have limiting beliefs about money and limiting beliefs about deservingness and limiting beliefs about either one of them can stop them from having money for from anything. Because if they think, for example, that money's bad or they still think money's evil, they're not going to want it. Unconsciously, they're going to go push it away. They have to make peace with money. And I spend a lot of time in a lot of different books and time on stages telling people money's neutral. Money's nothing. It's no different than my reading glasses or a pen or something I pick up. It's a tool. So saying my pen is bad or my glasses are bad is the same way that we're looking at money. Money is not bad. Money enables us, and this is the reason to have it, to fulfill our dreams, if we really care about causes or victims or other people or other countries, one of the best things you can do is realize money is a tool for transformation. Allow money to come in and then you can direct it to where you think it could do the most good. You become a steward for money. So the first thing I tell people is make peace with money. Money is actually good. I mean, it's paper and coin in and of itself. It's nothing. But 
it's good because we can use it for really positive change. The other aspect of this is we need to know we deserve good things in our life. Because even if we make peace with money, but we don't think we're good enough, or we think that we're bad, or we think that we're lacking, or in some way, shape, or form, we just don't think we deserve to have success, we'll block money from coming in. We'll block good things from coming in. We'll block good people from coming in because unconsciously we think, oh, I'm not good enough. So we have to make peace with ourselves. We have to realize that we're all, we're all in an evolutionary process of awakening. We're all in different stages. We're all going through struggles. We've all made mistakes. We're all wounded. When we realize that we're okay the way we are, as we are moving to heal ourselves and to do something noteworthy, then we can make peace with ourselves. And we realize, you know, I'm okay the way I am. And we can allow money to come in or good things to come in. We can receive at that point. So we need to make peace with both sides of the doors here. The money going out, if you are okay with the money and you know money is actually doing good, it'll come back around. And when you are okay with receiving, you will be able to allow it in. Well, I think um, society as a whole, you know, teaches us sometimes money is evil. It's the root of all evil and people with money are evil. But you know, when we do switch those mindset to self-limiting beliefs almost as well and really step into with more money, you can make more impact. Exactly And you can right. help more people. And if exactly you're giving, right. like you said, it's going to come around again as well, just like in karmic marketing. And when we and talk, talk about... Go ahead. When we talk about, um, you, you mentioned, you know, that victim mentality as well and people that don't want to be a victim anymore and they don't want to think like that anymore and they just want to really grow and personally develop and be aware of more things, can you really break through from victimhood? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, first of all, I'm an example. I was homeless. And when I was homeless and even in poverty, poverty lasted 10 years and I was married at the time. So we really struggled during that time. Absolutely felt like a victim, even though I was doing empowering things like trying to write, trying to be a professional author, trying to get paid for something I love to do. But during that time, I, I certainly felt like a victim. Obviously, I've transcended that. I've had my moments. I mean, I went through fairly recently, a two-year divorce that ended up being a persecution of my life and business. And because I was blindsided, didn't see that as a, didn't see the persecution coming and have no experience being in the court system or a divorce where people are just tearing you apart, I felt like a victim. So I know what the experience is like, and I know you can transcend it. I also know in case people are just saying, well, that was Dr. Joe Vitale, that he's just lucky. There's plenty of people who have done the same thing. One of my favorite stories is a few years ago, I had gone to Thailand because a young man brought me over there for a speaking engagement. And when I got there, he met me at the airport and told me his story. And his story just fried me. It just inspired me. It just, oh, it was so illuminating. He had been homeless 15 years earlier. He was 20 years old and homeless in Thailand. He's sleeping on the beaches. He has no money. He is a victim in his mind. In fact, he feels like this is the end of his life at 20. He calls back home for somebody to send him money. And the person said, I'm not going to send you any money, but I'll send you a book. 
and they sent him a copy of the book, The Secret, which is what the movie was based on. So the movie, the book, The Secret, he gets it. And he's mad. He's mad because he's thinking, I'm a victim. I need money right now. I don't need a book. But because the book was sent, he had nothing else to do. He starts reading the book. And now he's skeptical. And he says, I'm going to prove this book wrong. So he almost wants to prove himself to be a victim professionally. So he starts applying what's in the book. And he starts to uh, think, well, let me see if I can manifest a cup of coffee. He does. And then he thinks, well, that's a fluke. And let me see if I can manifest a or attract dinner. He does. Now he's thinking, well, maybe there's something to this. He thinks a little bigger. And he starts to say, well, maybe I can get a part-time job. <clears throat> maybe I can get a car. Maybe I can get an apartment. Long story short, when I meet him, he's now a billionaire. Billionaire. He has 20 businesses. He has 30-some employees. He runs his business from his phone. He kept applying all the things that you and I talk about, all the things that are in my books, all the things that are in the movie The Secret, and he kept stretching. He kept going for more. He left victimhood, obviously, and when I met him, he was 35 years old, so 35-year-old billionaire, not millionaire, not multimillionaire, billionaire. So can we leave victimhood? Absolutely, yes. I love that story. I've, I've heard that story before and I've heard you tell that story before. And each time I hear it, I literally get chills because right. <laughs> a lot of people hit every branch on the tree coming down and we can really hold up yeah. that card and just sit there and go, you know what? I'm done. Life's got the better of me. Why me? Oh, that again. It always happens to me. And yeah. all it takes is just a gesture and be aware of your surroundings. And you can be like that guy that was sleeping on the beach, got given a book, and now at <laughs> 35, he's a billionaire with, you know, hundreds Sorry. of employees and, and quite a few companies. And I love that story. It's just such a true testimony to never give up on yourself as well. And also listen to the people around you. So what, what are your thoughts around um, having people around you? Uh, we talk about law of attraction and uh, the power of the universe, God, creator, whatever we're, we're talking about. What would you say about having people around you to support you in your journeys as well? I got a lot to say about that uh, because that's what will make or break you. Napoleon Hill had said the number one reason that most people fail is that they listen to their family and friends. And so one of the very first things we want to do is look at who are the people closest to us. There's a lot of quotes out there, whether it's from Tony Robbins or Jim Rohn, that says you, your success level will be the average of the five people closest to you in your life. And so we want to look at who is close to us, who is supporting us. When I ended up homeless, I had left home. I was born and raised in Ohio, and I left. And it was not an easy road, and being homeless was no party. But it broke me from a mindset and an unconscious culture that would have kept me broke and struggling. So in other words, I had to find a new support system. And I have said repeatedly that one of the easiest ways to become more successful, especially to get out of victimhood, is to have a support system, to have at least one person who believes in you almost more than you believe in yourself. 
because that one person who believes in you is going to help support you. You're going to be able to stay up better because you won't be listening to your victim self-talk. You'll be starting to listen to a cheerleader, somebody who's urging you on. And even better than that is having what Napoleon Hill, the author of Thinking Grow Rich, had said was a mastermind. And a mastermind is a group of usually six to eight people. It can be a little less. It can be a little more. But these are like-minded individuals who are supporting each other in going for their dreams and achieving them. So this is why what you're doing is so priceless. The people can tune in and hear the messages that you're sharing, I'm sharing, your other guests are sharing. And this is the shot in the arm and the pep talk that they need to get to keep them going, even if they don't have physical support at this time where they're at. When I was homeless and in poverty, there was no Internet. We didn't have those things that today we even we take for granted because there's so many of them. But this is saving lives, and actually, because we've, we've been going through a long-term pandemic here, what's really saving everybody's butt is intentionally selecting what they're viewing on the internet, because this is part of the support system. If they tune in to you and listen to you and your guests, they get that support that they so desperately need. So I have a lot to say about having support. Obviously, if you have support, when you have support, all the change from victim to victor, everything is easier and faster. Ah, oh, what wonderful words of wisdom. And I only just uh, discovered this personally in 2019. I was in Florida and I'd only met these people uh, that, that year. And we've got a circle of six and I didn't actually know about um, having people around you that actually speaks life into you. Uh, so this is very new to me and it literally has changed my life. And on that 36-hour plane ride back from Florida to little old Perth, Western Australia, uh, the mind was just going because I thought when I get back, I need to do something. I need to go bigger. I've been playing so small. Um, it's not about me. I've got lots of people to serve. And when I got off that plane, I had a had a sleep, <laughs> got up and I pressed play and I thought, what can I do? And that's how Victim to Victory podcast was actually born uh, from spending oh, that time with those people. Um, they breathe life into me before that it was crabs in a bucket where I'd try to get out and they just keep pulling me back down so thank you so much for sharing that uh, because there is hope and we all need those messages of hope like grapes like yourself breathing life into people and we mm -hmm. need it more than ever to show that we're not alone and podcasts we can access from anywhere we can tune into your zero limits podcast we can tune into zero limits living we can get a uh, karmic marketing we can go to amazon and and get that it's in audible as well i believe i think so i haven't checked but it should be Karmic Marketing, I know it's available as a hardcover book, a paperback book, the Kindle book, and the audio is either there or about to be there. Fantastic. So plug in to play bigger um, is, is kind of one of the new mantras for 2022. And I will share something uh, with you as well, uh, 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 Joe Vitale. You're actually on my vision board for 2022. <laughs> I am. <laughs> what do you have me doing? 
power of the universe. There's, there right. was yourself and another gentleman by the name of Ken Walls, and you were both on my vision board. Uh, so oh. that is a testimony to the power of the universe. <laughs> Raising we know our this works. Well, we oh. know this works. And what I t- said about my life, what I said about the Thailand friend, and what you just said, this is all evidence. This is all proof. This works. It's uh, you have to set your intention. You have to take action. You have to be persistent. It helps to have people who believe in you, people who support you, people who encourage you. But the map is there. The clues are there. The evidence is here. We don't have to remain a victim. We we can transform. And through books like yours, I mean, over 80 books, uh, your speaking engagement, uh, your coaching, uh, we'll be sharing where to connect with you as well. Um, my uh, favourite books are The Abundance Paradigm, uh, coming uh, up, moving from the law of attraction to the law of creation, uh, mm-hmm. The Attractor Factor. I think that has got so many dog ears and highlights and notes in it. Um, I actually need to buy another one so I can read the bits that I've written over and written notes on. So <laughs> that was a bit of a, a changing moment for me. And uh, right. like yourself, um, you've been an inspiration to so many, uh, thousands and thousands of of people, uh, breathing life into people, inspiring people, motivating people and educating people as well Mm. to step into that better version of themselves. And for that, the universe thanks you, Dr. Joe Vitale. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. You're more than welcome. Uh, What kind of message would you like to leave our audience on today? Well, I would remind people that where you are at is current reality, but it's temporary. It's temporary. Life itself is going to change because life is all about momentum. Life is all about about recycling everything. So life itself will change. However, you can accelerate that change and you can direct that change with the power of choice. So I would say choose where you want to go, choose what you want to be, choose how you want to feel. And then start taking some steps to make those things happen. That can be baby steps. You don't have to make a quantum jump, but you can just do some baby steps from right where you are. And as you keep moving forward with persistence, you will find that your dreams will come true. Oh, thank you so much. It has been an absolute pleasure and honour, and I'm very grateful that you've joined us today to breathe life into the Victim to Victory podcast series community. Please, everyone, go out and grab Karmic Marketing. Connect with Dr. Joe Vitale. Have a look at all he has to offer, and we are here. We love you. We support you, and you have all that you need inside of you. Thank you for your messages of hope, and thank you for joining us today. Of course. Godspeed to all your viewers and listeners. Thank you.